night to get loki and we're up all night to get loki and we're up all night to get loki ladies and gentlemen welcome to the vigilante 1939 podcast part of the let's go podcast network pop culture what off the pop we are a father-son best friend dynamic a podcast where we talk about all things dc marvel star wars and whatever else is going on in the pop culture realm that we can start that pot with i am one of your co-hosts here tonight my name is nick zanik and joining me as always you know them you love them. If you don't follow them on Twitter, you should be. They are the ever so intellectual Caruso's. We got Nico Caruso and his father, Nick Caruso Jr. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing tonight? We're doing good. It's a special occasion. It is my main man's birthday, Mr. Z. Uh, Z, happy birthday. Uh, a lot of love on the Twitterverse for you today, but we just want to say it in person and wish you a very happy birthday. We know you've been celebrating for a few days, my friend. Yes. Thank you. You deserve yes. it. And, uh, I know you had a good one. You had a good couple days there, pal. If you're listening to this right now, I want you to put one finger in the air for happy birthday, Zeddy, please. That's if you're right. listening to this right now, whenever, because technically you're listening to this the, the day after his birthday. It's but okay. He still saw it. But put one finger to the sky for my name is Zed. And if you have a drink in your hands, no matter what time is it, no matter if it's a water, Coca-Cola, whiskey, whatever, take a nice sip for my main man, Zeddy. Zeddy is. He's whatever we need him to be. That's but what right. he was... Was the reason why that this show That's started, right. existed, and grew the way it did? So shout out to Zeddy. It, it was the best DMs you ever slid in were mine after a few years, and then as then in the Justin Kowalski's to there you go join the Let's there Go Podcast go. Network. Zeddy, which, you are the gift that keeps giving. You are, you are the catalyst. <laughs> Some would say you are the Robert Downey Jr. of the podcasting committee. <laughs> yeah, man. Or the it all comes back to me, baby. It all comes there back to go, Zeddy because he is. Because I'm inevitable. There you go. No, but seriously, thank you, two gentlemen, so much. My two guys got me the most beautiful and fitting gift, birthday gift, which is a Batman Beyond McFarlane figure. It sits, it sits as a beautiful figure sitting right on my shelf that I can see across from me. It is a beautiful looking figure. So, gentlemen, thank you so much. I got a. By the way, let's shout out to McFarlane. He's doing a really good job with these figures, man. Man, I got to be all of a sudden he hit the most yeah best stride I've ever seen. I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty well done, and they're they're a nice price point. They don't they don't rob your wallet. Bucks, yeah, and uh, you know all these figures are the same. Once in a while, you get one. You'll take it out of the package. Maybe a, a knee joint or something will be a little bent. But mm-hmm. I've had a lot of success with about the fifteen to twenty that we purchased so far. And we celebrated Zeddy's birthday because we got our Zack Snyder Justice League ones. We did. We did. Awesome. And I haven't taken them out of the boxes yet, but no. boy, do they look nice, huh, son? They look great, and then. They just revealed the, the reverse flash oh, one today, which yeah. looks great. He looks right out of Flashpoint. Um, that like Kubert style, it looks like man, it, it 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 looks really good. I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for the three Jokers one when those yeah. ones drop. Yeah. Um, but man, the Terry McGinnis looks great. Man. He that looks great, dude. That's a great that's, an awesome, that's an awesome figure, yeah. man. It's a cool, more like realistic looking one too. You know, it's not that animated approach. You know, it's like one right. that he really brought to life in a really cool way. He's a nice 
more lean Batman with the wings and everything. Sure. That red pops. It's a great figure. We got one too. We had to get one. Too. We had to get one that, too. You know, we had to get. You doubles. don't care about this, I do. You gotta no. get oh, one. Man. Get one I, I'd be disappointed if you, you did. would be mad if you didn't think. I'd we be had mad one, if you know? didn't have one. Exactly. <laughs> so. Oh man, but yeah, that's awesome. And again, I do want to also say a very, very special thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody. That went out of the way to wish me a happy birthday on Twitter. Thank you so much again. I know that took time out of your day to do. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much again for everybody that wished me a happy birthday. Vazal Ghul was kind enough to let me uh, escape from the Himalayas for a little bit to record this show. Uh, but the bat training is still kicking in, I can assure you. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> um, there you go. But gentlemen, let's waste no time into this. So we're going to dive into the MCU. First and foremost, because Loki had its season finale, guys. Appointment TV yet again for six weeks was Loki, and that one's ended. And boy, holy Kang, did it end on a big note. <laughs> uh, so, uh, right off the bat, Mr. C, I got I got to kick this one off to you, man. Did Loki deliver everything that you wanted it to? Wanted it to? It's like I said at the beginning, it, it delivered in ways that I didn't know that it could or didn't even know that I wanted. And it was an absolutely great uh, season one finale that just really was full of consequences. And it went there. It went for the big ending with the big character, which I did not see coming. I'm not going to tell you that I didn't think it would happen. I just didn't think they would go there and give us Kang in all his glory. And boy, it was a, it wasn't so much of a surprise, but it was a great series. It was a great season one finale. I'll leave it there. And then we'll See, I thought it was a pretty big surprise. Um, so just, well, to, we talked about it though, that they were, we always. Yeah. So just to clarify too, um, tomorrow, well, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, the day it drops tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, July 21st, we're going to be doing our typical MCU crossover with the gorgeous gentleman at the Nerd Room Podcast. We had to delay a week because Tim was out of town, but you know what? He needed some time off. That guy's a hardworking man in, in podcasting. He's a hardworking man at home with his family, hardworking hmm. man at his job, and he's our MCU captain. So we could not do the show without him. So we will be doing that tomorrow, talking a little Loki, Black Widow, maybe in a little bit more detail than we are today. But for me, yep. uh, man, this finale, talk about when Loki was asked to deliver, it did every single time, week to week, from six weeks in the straight, and never lulled. It never got boring. There were some people who weren't big on uh, maybe season, uh, not season, episode three or parts of episode five. I firmly disagree, respectfully. I think those were all necessary. I think every installment was great, start to finish. The writing from Mr. Michael Waldron, the direction from Kate Heron, the score from um natalie holt you know mm. outstanding every single time what and the finale right mm. listen wow. uh the shows went conservative with their finales both of them did in a way um yeah which which we went from having crazy theories to really tempering to the point where we were saying oh it's just gonna be varying a loki and sylvie and wow feige changed his mind i guess or he lied to us first time around um these shows will have big implications yeah. but the way loki ends not only was a very great fitting season one finale, it's, it has literally universe implications. It's not just the MCU now, it's the MCM, dude. It's the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse now. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. 
It's very cool. They went there. I didn't think they would for the first time. They proved me wrong in terms of going ballsy, of going big. I was blown away when that thing came up. I, I yelled dead. We were down here at 2.30 in the morning. I well, yelled. Spoiler, that's Jonathan Majors. Majors. How good is he? That's Jonathan Majors. Jonathan oh, Majors was great, God. too. He played the role perfectly. Wow. He's a cocky god, basically, who was, who was bored. He was tired. He was out of his mind. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's not a god. He's just a man. Well, with what he can do, he's a god. Yeah. Mm. What's a king to a god? What's God doing now? Believe believe in everything. So man, no, he was a good ball. He's yeah, a great actor too. He's had a he's had a pretty great run these last couple of years. I know in terms of big movies, you know, uh, or big roles, people probably recognize him from just Lovecraft Country. But man, he was great in 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 The Five Blood, which could have been a better movie, but he's great in it. You know, shout mm-hmm. out to Delroy Lindo, who was criminally snubbed for an Oscar nomination. I still won't forget that. Um, he was great in The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I think he's really good in there. Oh, man, he's had, he's had a pretty good run, and now he's going to be Kang forever for a long and time. And he's in Creed 3. And he's going to be in Creed 3. That's right, he's in Creed 3. I forgot about yeah. that. Wow, he's on a run. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, he's on a massive, massive <laughs> run right now. That's huge. But no, man, he was good. He played that role so creepy, but charming, but cocky, but like real you know he was honest with them then he was not honest with them it's it's man they when they started doing he who remains i was like come on are they really going to do king no way they do king they're going to set me up for disappointment and no it's really him so shout out to feige and co again and man uh i i've been waiting to write my review because i'm gonna go i'm gonna do something i haven't done yet is just go full freaking spoilers and talk about like what it means i'm gonna do something totally different i've been working on it for a while um Listen, but there's a scene that might be one of the best acted scenes in the MCU between Majors and then between Hiddleston and DiMartino, man. Uh, yeah. It's where she goes, where she's storming at him and he's just yelling at her to stop. And just the way they pause, it's like a real life argument. You know, it's not acting. They let, he's like holding her shoulders and they let themselves like come down from it. It was, it was brilliant, man. I, you know, uh, the the MCU shows, well, WandaVision primarily cleaned up really nice at the Emmy nominations. I'm hoping maybe next year. Mm. I think Tom's got a real case, man, to, to find himself in there. Just, I mean, I really, just him. Mm-hmm. But, man, he that's, a, that's good. And the jump scare from Miss Minutes at the beginning was... <laughs> more scary than the entire conjuring three film put together my god she jumps on the screen um and she ended up being like a really creepy character Mm -hmm. this minute shout out to tara strong listen man this finale went ain't no orange crush that's for sure this she ain't no orange crush this finale (laughs) went huge and it literally actually delivered wow if you were underwhelmed by it i get it I don't because it is really for I think it is really for fans. Mm-mm. I think it's really for diehard fans. I do, I do. I will give people that. I think it's for and I think it's for I mean, come on, if you're not a fan of Kang or don't know who Kang is, you you didn't care about Jonathan. You cared because of the arc of Loki and where it's going, and but you're gonna know mm-hmm. because most people I could disagree, disagree with you completely with because the overwhelming majority of people that watch the show don't even know who Kang is or have no idea. So this was six hours. When you look at the show from the beginning and Enzi, as I throw it to you, yeah, 
to some of the best six hours ever in the history of the entire MCU. And I'm including all the movies. Of course, I'm including the shows. That's how good it is. When I, when I look at this thing from beginning to end, what it accomplished, um, it rivals Wanda for me. And the consequences and complications of what happened at the end, are it's it creating such a big event. And it's so important where it's going that it's got a little bit of a mini endgame Infinity War feel to it. That opening in sequence yeah. Yeah. where you had all the different flashbacks of all the movies and the music playing was awesome. at the end of Endgame where Steve's dancing with Peggy and all the little sound bites of the history. Z, come on, man. This is this was a big epic fantasy comic book adventure that delivered on the biggest stage possible. That's how I feel about it, man. Yeah, I mean, like 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 we think I've said it before, you know, the MCU man, they're like the mob, you know, just when you thought you were out, they pull you right mm-hmm. back, they pull you right back in. Yep. You know, Loki literally committed to one person's journey, and for me, it did not disappoint me. And just with the season finale, I mean, we want ramifications, right? The multiverse Kevin Foggy was just like, yo, I just kicked the multiverse doors and I just kicked them right wide open. So I mean, what comes next after this? You know, somebody smarter than me once said, gentlemen. This is where the fun begins. Yeah. And I think I think that's what we gotta just end it with that. I mean, to not go, I mean, and Jonathan Mage is just a force on screen, man. I mean, I don't even care that the whole episode was almost just him talking. <laughs> if you really think about it, it was just that entertaining and just that engaging for me. And knowing what's gonna come after this is just super exciting. But I know we're gonna break it down more with the nerd room guys. And yeah. boy, is that gonna be a wild discussion? So yeah, man. No, just like the Mandalorian now, man, like nothing's off the table with these shows. I thought things were off the table and it's crazy to think, man, I'm not, I am someone who is proclaimed. I was not big on Falcon and winter soldier. I was not in the grand scheme of things, but I will say this, but it has great moments. Phase four has yet to miss. And that's really damn impressive to me yeah. that me, someone who is known to be a little and I wink when I say little a little hard on the MCU they three of their four phase four projects so far seven months into the year and seven months they gave me three of my favorite MCU things ever they in my opinion if I'm putting the shows in my rankings they gave me three top 11 12 maybe even 10 mcu projects with widow loki and wandavision for me personally that's how much i love those three things man phase four and we got uh shang chi which might be huge eternals i'm really excited for and then you got no way home which however the hell that turns out yeah and then next year with strange thor wakanda and captain marvel 2 is phase four about to be the most legendary thing they had and you're gonna care about Hawkeye again, is what oh, you're doing. Oh well, now I care about Hawkeye because for spoilers for Black Widow, I mean, now yeah. I care about Hawkeye because mm-hmm. fucking pew pew is gonna show up in there. So, goddamn, like they don't miss. Yeah, they haven't missed. What, what, what really did you say? Foggy doesn't hit home runs. He hits grand slams. He hits grand slams. There That's you go. all he hits. All he hits is bases loaded grand slam. <laughs> all he hits are game winning half court shots. All he hits are hail mary touchdown passes. He's like. He's like Aaron Rodgers meets Michael Jordan meets Tom Brady meets Walter Payton meets 
yeah babe ruth meets freaking muhammad ali meets robert downey jr me oh i just... <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh man but all right guys yeah so uh of course we're gonna be doing a live stream with the nerdum guys on youtube i believe it'll be the let's go podcast youtube channel but it'll be vigilante nights at dinner nine hosting it so we look forward to breaking down more of a spoiler discussion with the nerdum guys zaddy's gonna lead that charge beautifully he's gonna be like He's gonna be like Owen Wilson and lead that charge beautifully. Wow! wow. What a compliment! <laughs> you should have done it too. So then all three of us said, "Wow." Oh man! Do you we, think we, we should try it again? I say we try it again. One, two, two, three. Wow! wow. That's gonna be great for audio. Your voice went a little. <laughs> all right, <whatever>. Oh <laughs> man, this is awesome! All right, gentlemen. So yeah, looking forward to that. But I'm actually gonna have Nico kick this one off because this one was his one and that is you know theaters are back movies are back the mcu kicked it off with black widow box office is back sorry but so nico kick us off here you know (laughs) um yeah the box office is pretty interesting right now wouldn't you say yeah so black widow had a pretty noticeable drop pretty sizable drop and of course you know the verifieds as we call them Mm. uh, like to start making the narratives and I actually think every person, I mean, it's going to sound pretentious, but I think a lot of them are, are wrong. Um, it's like this, man. So there's going to be a drop anyway, right? And with this day and day thing they did, they made money, more money than what the other streamers, like what, you know, HBO Max, they were Wonder Woman, what they're going to do with Suicide Squad. Like they're making more money because you, because you got to pay the 30. Yeah. And they made $60 million in the first week with people clicking at home, right? And then they made 80 at the BO, right? It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge, right? So, okay, there's still a pandemic and this Delta variant does have people freaked out. So here's what I'm noticing. It's not doom and gloom. People only saw it once and they're not going to go back because... I don't think people are going back in that capacity. They're not like you and me, Zeddy, who are going to go back two or three times. No, it seems like no one's going during the week either around the world. And dude, this isn't like views on HBO Max. When you pay for it on Disney Plus, you keep it. It's yours. Mm-hmm. I watched the thing twice more, but I had, but I only paid the thirty one time. My friend Alex has seen the movie twice. He paid the thirty one time last weekend. You know what I mean? Like it's. So there's not that repeat revenue, but there's a big jump. There's a pretty big number for that again this week, people buying on D+. Because I think they like the convenience right now, and I think they're staying home. So you know what, man? I think, I think the box office for this is just fine. I think it's the only movie they need to do it for, though. I think they need to commit to theaters like the way they did for Fast 9 and Quiet Place and such for, you know, like Shang-Chi and Venom and these other comic book films where they just commit to that theater thing and they'll make a little more. But, man milk the disney plus thing dude that's why they have it it's not doom and gloom it's only doom for the theaters if you have the option yeah and they're not gonna have the option for any more movies like no one's not gonna see spider-man because it's not on freaking disney plus right i bet shang chi and eternal still perform a decent amount because at least you're gonna get that opening weekend or two right that's all you need anymore man it's different the the industry did change Still, still pandemic. I'm not worried. I and mean, I don't think it's, I still don't think the theater thing is doing much more yet. Cause a lot of, a lot of people, A24, the, the movie Stillwater with Matt Damon coming out, they're all looking to still go theaters only. 
Zola had three weeks in theaters before it's going to go to on demand, right? So they're still, these studios are still like Dune fought, Dune fought to get itself back in theater only. Like it's not going anywhere. And just when things calm down a little more, it's going to be fine. Everyone relax. Black Widow is fine. And it's a damn good comic book movie. So it's, it's, we're going to look back on Black Widow and be thankful for it. So absolutely nothing's wrong. So the verified calm down <laughs> and you know who you are. Well, yeah. you don't know who I am, but you know who you are. And I know who you are. <laughs> you know oh who man. You yeah. Mr. C I'm going to stay on that subject, but I'm going to flip over to, you know, a movie that is coming out relatively soon, which is the suicide squad. Cause it's, it's not in the same position, but you know, it's in a similar position, yeah. right? So obviously the suicide squad is opening in theaters. And then the next day you can stream it on HBO max. So Wonder Woman 84 didn't have that luxury, right? It was HBO yeah. Max only. So we had to judge that movie on a different, uh, I guess, venue in a sense too. So where do you see the Suicide Squad now? Like, you know, like, do you think HBO Max hurts it? Do you think it helps it? Do you think it matters? What do you think? Yeah, I think HB, being on HBO Max hurts it because, you know, when you look at, because it's, it's if, you, if you have a subscription, you don't have to pay extra for it. So when you look at Black Widow, it did $80 million or right on its opening weekend. That, that's a lot of money to do in these times. I don't care what anybody says. And then on the and then, and then, on, and then it did 60 with people paying the $30 for it. So yeah. I think Suicide Squad is going to suffer from the fact that you can just watch it. If you have HBO Max, you're going to be able to watch it. You don't have to go to the theater. So that'll deter all those people that are still a little skeptical about going back to the theaters. It won't hurt people like us that want to see it. And mm -hmm. I also think that it's they still don't have the built-in loyalty that the MCU fans have, that the MCU has with their fans. I would think Suicide Squad would, if they were to open it about 40 million, would be considered pretty successful. I think that they would look at that with the day and date and be like, you know what, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what I'm hoping for Suicide Squad. I'm... Um... I'm in the same boat a little bit because that audience loyalty is not there. I think people still think the first one, like I think a lot of the mainstream think that first one still sucks. Um, listen, no one's more hyped for Suicide Squad than me, even with my little reservation with some of the, um, with some of the uh, crude humor in the last trailer. Like, dude, I'm still Jones Doffer, man. I got all the Funko Pops on freaking yeah. pre-order. I bought every single one. Um, I will say though, like I look at like HBO max also hasn't really like talked about their numbers and, and I'm not just saying for Snyder. I mean, we still don't really know what, you know, God, like what Godzilla vs Kong or Mortal Kombat did. Well, I think it'll do a little bit better box office than those two, man. I can see a lot of people sitting and watching at home. Yeah. Um, you know, the eye test for us, man, there were less screens than, for black widow and when wow when, uh, we were trying to buy tickets so you know we'll, we'll see that the marketing has jumped significantly in lit mm -hmm. in quite literally the last week uh, um the early reactions are great we'll get into those a little bit later and what we're gonna do with it is like a fun thing we're doing as a podcast but the early reactions are really great you know we've been fooled by those before but i don't think this time around i think it's just a different movie that's more appealing to people it's not like the wonder woman 84 effect mm -hmm. but you know <clears throat> i think it's gonna just I, I i think it's gonna be fair like i don't think it's gonna be huge 
because you got that day and date thing. And even with Widow, even though it's making money, you're seeing people are defaulting to that option in droves. And they mm-hmm. got and they still got to pay 30. Imagine when you don't got to pay 30 and you could just throw it on and be like, oh, let's see that new Suicide Squad movie. Is it a sequel? Is it the same thing? Oh, Harley Quinn's still in it. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think it's going to be fine. You know, if it ends up being a hit, that's the best case scenario. I'll be over the moon. I just, I'm just trying to be realistic. You know, we've been, we've called a lot of these DC movies wrong because we've underestimated the GA, which is okay for these not big, you know, characters. Like we totally missed the mark on Shazam. I was totally off on Birds of Prey. And I have a feeling uh, we were off on, uh, critical reception on wonder woman 84 yeah so we haven't been able to call these dc projects man outside of like even even we didn't think aquaman was going to do a billion dollars so this thing is i don't know does does the mainstream know james gunn's name enough from guardians probably maybe decent amount um you know so we'll see but i think it should be fair I'll be interested to see how it compares with Black Widow, figuring in the Disney Plus numbers. But how about you? What are you? What's your gut telling you that Suicide Squad's gonna do at the old fashioned BO? Yeah, I mean, kind of like everything you said. Like it's gonna be a test, I guess, plain and simple. You know, it's gonna it's gonna let you know, like aside from just a DC movie coming out, like you know, are people gonna come out for a good movie if they hear that it's a good movie, regardless if it's a DC movie or not a lot of those mcu people are going to come out because it's james gunn and we think james gunn is super popular right so it's dc such an enigma right right now right i mean we all thought wonder woman 84 was gonna be this massive hit and granted like i just said at the beginning you know didn't have that luxury of being granted it was in a theater for people that were willing to go but not every theater was open so we can't judge that accordingly whereas this one black widow came back in full swing made a decent amount of money at the box office so now three weeks, four weeks after Black Widow is the Suicide Squad. You know, are people going to come back? But it's different. I mean, if you're going to ask me, do I think HBO Max, is it probably going to do better on Max? Probably, you know, than the box office. Now, granted, I'm going to go see it in the theater. We're going to go see it in the theater. But I also think maybe just the runtime is a little more convenient for people too, right? Like this movie's not super, super long. I don't think it's like probably the same amount as Black Widow is. So for people... They may just want to stay at home and watch a two-hour movie and breeze through it on their couch. Like, why go out to theater for something like that, right? Whereas Endgame's almost close to three hours, so that's a movie you want to go to the theater go see. So I think uh, it's in a weird spot, for sure. I mean, like you guys said, you know, DC, we can't seem to figure DC out right now, but God, do I hope that everyone goes to see this in the theater because, boy, does DC need. DC needs that really big hit right now. They really do. Yeah, because they're buried the rest of the year with the other. It's all the, it's all they got, and it's all Marvel the rest of the it, year. It's all they got, so you know this is really. They have to make an impact somehow this year. Yeah. Um. With one of their properties. Yeah. We know Fandom's coming, and they're probably going to make a big impact with that, with announced shows and movies and castings, and that's probably going to be terrific, but. It can't just be wait till the Batman, right? Right. It can't be wait till the Batman. Which is I don't even I don't. That's another thing because I don't even know what that's gonna do. Yeah, it's not even a bad thing. I'm I'm not ripping the Batman. What are you saying? 
I'm saying this, man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I think it's going to be fine, but I don't I don't think it's going to be the explosion people think. It feels niche again. It feels yeah. dark. It feels Do you do you you don't think it'll be the dark night? Um, no. No, no. No. Not even close. You think it'll be more begins feeling? I'm going to uh, go along the lines of what our good friend Peter Vera yeah, he thinks it's gonna be more begins, maybe a little. I think a little bigger than begins. Yeah, I think it's gonna be bigger uh, than begins. I think it's gonna be bigger than begins. It's not gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be the juggernaut people think money wise, because I still think there's a lot going on there at DC, and it is that dark, serious. Maybe Batman's the only person to get away with it, but I don't. And plus, you got the other Batman with Keaton, and you but know, here's the thing with the Batman. We cannot undersell Robert P. Mm. We're gonna see. This is a young man we're, that carried, we're gonna see. That carried a franchise. That was him and Taylor Lautner, but oh, I, <laughs> I no, Taylor know. Lautner was as big as him. Don't even, don't oh. even, no cap, no cap, <laughs> no, cap. bro. I was the age, bro. You were. Okay. Come on, I was there. I was there. <laughs> I was there. They okay. were all my age were the chicks looking okay. for that. And there was both. There was a very heated debate between team Edward or team Jacob for a good four years there. Okay. Trust okay. me. That debate was real. <laughs> Simmer down. Never mind team cap or team Tony. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was nothing. Dude. <laughs> Captain America civil war was nothing compared to that. Okay. But yeah, oh. true. He is the key. And we'll, but we'll see. Who, the- but who progressed from those, from that franchise? That's not Who's sure, the bigger, dude. Bigger sure, star. man. Well, dude, no one's no okay. one outside of diehards have seen any of Pattinson's movies. Okay. They should. Have you seen The Lighthouse? No. Good time. Yes, yes you have. Good time. Have you seen very good? Have you seen High Life, The Lost City of Z? No. I don't think so. Yeah. What about Tenet? See the Devil All the Time or Tenant? No. No. Like oh. now, now people might have seen Tenant, but <clears throat> yeah. Like critics know who Robert Pattinson is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all his fans from Twilight know who he is, but will like will enough for like, I'm telling you, man, you know what the mainstream is. What is the age range? I'm telling you, it's that like 13 to 26, 28, 30 ish is who's gonna get you the most of the business if they're down for this version of Batman. Yeah, but don't forget they're gonna be excited for Doc Strange too, and they're gonna be still Jones from Toby. How and many Andy. dates is Nico gonna take to go to to see the Batman when it comes out? That, that's Me? the big question. Oh, I'm never taking. I I don't. I I go to enjoy with my people. I don't take people <laughs> on dates to comic book films. <laughs> I did that once to a comic book film. I won't say which one or who it was, but I just did not. I was. I I I can't go and you took a date not. to Spider Man Homecoming and then no that, that I took someone your, your major disdain so for it yes I took I took someone no I actually no I did I did go to Homecoming with someone and I was frustrated how much they liked it and then I did take someone to Guardians too which I love Guardians too but like they weren't like they weren't into it yeah. the way I was which I mean that was like my third time seeing Guardians too anyway but I was still sure. into it the third time but so I don't I don't take dates to see these movies because my my damn thing. If you're if you're in a relationship with me, it's a different story. But not, hey, that uh, that yeah. that's an awkward date, just in general. Just just yeah. saying out there for, for all my lovers out there. Don't, yes. don't well, because yes. I'm gonna be so yeah. jonesed out for our patty the whole time, <laughs> and I'm not trying to lose to our. Patty oh, don't even get either. me started on the Flash, my guy. I mean, oof, oof. I'm gonna be. Well, that I'll have to this. explain to the person I'm with what's going on with the uh, damn timeline. Certain girl, girl and steal on that one. Oof. Who's Kravis? 
Oh, oh. Uh, you said. Wow. Well, uh, well, sure. Come on. Sash Kai. Sash Kai. Yeah, there you go. Yes, oh, yes, whose I, leaked photo looked amazing, by the way. Yes. Yes. Yes, I did see my it. God, how much? Yes, more I we, did see it. How much more? How leak, much more are we going to see? How much more leakness is there going to be from the leakness? Warner Brothers conveniently oh leaking. My yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what they I got. Their we, agent taking phones. It's all from the same yeah, dude's phone. I mean, come Barbara, on, Barbara. What are you doing? <laughs> They we keep having interns. The take are like, "What's going on? Please stop!" They're like, "Okay, listen. Here's what you're gonna Social do." Social media man. intern, get your stuff yeah. together, man. Dude, oh my God, come on. They man. got interns taking pictures, and then they're firing them after yeah. telling them to post it so that it looks like a leak. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell I you, have a hard time believing it's one so thing much leaked in Black Adam, though, fellas. That's amazing. Nothing, That's amazing. Dude, nothing, nothing leaked, leaked from, from Black else. Adam. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's leaked from any of these Marvel things coming up, right? Has exactly. anything leaked from Doctor Strange? No. How about No Way Home? No. Like well, one picture, right? Yeah, but no one of knows. Day. Exactly. No one knows if that was actually. Yeah. yeah. But my point is that this movie has a major security problem, right? <laughs> Get out of here! Come on. Man. <laughs> there's no way and then for people to get upset about it i get it that you don't want you don't have to look and you don't want people to share it i get it but don't be so naive to believe that these things are actually really like you know dude leaks are a hype dude they're a form of marketing in a way man don't i don't think a studio ever gets to tell me nobody was hyped to see that uh certain vehicle again come on now yeah dude unless it's a big spoiler like showing (laughs) tony die in endgame which never happened man yeah Yeah. people people mainly i don't think studios care that much about leaks yeah Yeah. unless you were game of thrones that last season they really they really put a damper in people's sundays they really watched it yeah yeah there you go, gentlemen. Well, speaking of uh, something that we haven't seen leaks from, and that's because we got an official trailer for it. The Titans are back. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. We got that official trailer. Wow. Woo, woo. A guy bone was right. It officially came at the end of July, as promised. Titans are coming back. Season 3, August 12th. First three episodes of HBO Max. Man, that's going to be a hell of a time. So, Nico, kick us off here, man. That official trailer. Woo, got the Electric. City, baby. Electric. I'm excited. Um i'm i'm so pumped it uh you get a nice little shot of everyone including donna who they're just letting you know she's alive because her death was the dumbest thing in television film and (laughs) pop culture history um (laughs) i love it they're really committing to the red hood thing um they're i guess they're actually gonna kill jason i love the eeriness you know i love the older bruce getting mad about it and stepping down that's more realistic to me i like it I like it's going to be the Dick Grayson show. He's already Nightwing. The team's established. Hopefully that fighting and growing pains don't happen again. Uh, we all know Jason's the Red Hood, though. So in the trailer, like, not nah, like they're trying to hide that it's him. I get it. We know. They already know. They've mm-hmm. already showed you him as the Red Hood. So you know it's him, but whatever. Um, I like the tone of it. like the look of it. There's still some scenes where I see that blue filter that frustrates me. But um, I'm down for it. It looks it looks badass. It has the potential to be really cool to hear and seeing Dick interact with Oracle with Babs is great. Hearing a Jonathan Crane talk, you know, just seeing we're gonna get some form of Joker, even if we only get him from the back like that, man. It's cool. Uh, I'm just I'm just excited for it. We get three episodes, HBO Max, higher budget, Ooh. higher camera quality. Love this cast. They always deliver, even when the writing material wasn't that great. The cast usually always shows up and shows out. A lot of Hawk in the trailer. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're all gorgeous people. So I'm in. Yeah. Mr. C, is this gonna be what lens you're made of? Yeah, I mean, 
it just looks and feels like a bigger production than what we've seen from them in the past. And that could just be my over hyperbolic enthusiasm for the show to come back. But, and um, I quite honestly, it, it feels like a Gotham Knights show to be honest with you, gentlemen, let's be honest. I mean, it it, it feels like it's that with a little bit of then Corey sprinkled in at the end and a little beast boy, but I'm okay with that because that I like it. I, I accept that for what it is. I guess if you're a real diehard Titans fan, maybe you're still going to be a little bit disappointed Mm -hmm. because it does feel so bat centric. And like Nico said, to see Barbara Gordon and when he calls her commissioner Gordon, I think that's major continuity error, major continuity error. You know, the, we got, we already got a little bit of the tease about red hood in the, in the teaser, but there's a little bit more here. Mm-hmm. And it is eerie. I like the way it looks like Jonathan Crane is being used as Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. I like it. Yeah, I like has it. a kind of um, confident someone that he that he goes to see to try to get the the uh, what it is that the Red Hood's doing. Yeah. Someone to kind of like get into the psychosis of that. Uh, hawk looks great. You're gonna dove. I'm gonna hawk. <laughs> Yeah. That's a great line. I love those. I love the yeah. two of them. I love Minkin. I love him. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I can't wait. It's only a few weeks away, guys. And the fact that we're going to get three episodes and wow. our first show is going to be a nice, <laughs> probably hour and a half oh, yeah. um, action packed vigilante review is pretty cool, Zeddy. I'm, I'm smiling about this. I love it. Talking Titans is back, baby. Talking Titans, man. <laughs> you better man. believe it. Ooh, you better believe it. That staple of our show is back. I can't wait. Yeah. Hey, man, this thing is literally, like you said, it looks legendary. I, I'm trying not to be a victim of my own hype here, but when when those shows drop, you know we're all going to be watching on that service. Come on now. Oh, yeah. This is going to be awesome. I'm so looking forward. Everything just looks cool. It looks higher budgety. looks better to look at. Everybody looks like they had a ball with this thing. I know I said that before. It looks like everybody was just into this kind of production in general, and I can – feel that from the screen so hopefully it's everything that we're looking for to be major continuity error with our writers you know you didn't think that i was gonna catch calling her commissioner going yet there's no uh there's no t uh tm around in there there's no terry mcginnis involved in there so when you're gonna call somebody commissioner gordon <laughs> right writers I'm, I'm gonna let you pass on that one but it all looks exciting i mean i know that babs and uh grace and stuff is gonna be iconic so Count me in. Man, I can't wait for this thing. The week after the Suicide Squad. <laughs> I know it's crazy. We don't lose. We don't lose, Nico. We don't lose. I'm still looking from some I'm still looking for some damn Funko Pops from this show, though. Jesus Christ. They're coming. You know they'll come. Been three seasons. I mean, oh, I, I oh, they, Jesus, oh, I didn't realize they never made. Oh, no, okay. never made. That is puzzling. Yeah. Damn, I'm waiting for these ones, man. God damn. Get on that waiting for the Swamp Thing ones. Oh, still yeah. Swamp Thing ones that. R.I.P. to that show. Well, you'll be waiting for that forever. I know. know. That's a shame. That's a shame. That's a shame. It was amazing. I know. I I got you guys on that a a few months late, but better late than never, right? So, What a great show that was. There you go. So now you got, I got to get you guys on Doom Patrol, too. That's my next order of business. Yeah. Yeah, We're going to get on there, Nikki. We're going to do that. So, which, according to our guy, Volan, I guess is going to be the next month. So September, I guess. So that that should be exciting. So we should have Doom Patrol and Titans 
leading the charge on HBO Max. That's exciting. Okay. So where's the rest of the Green Lantern casting? Yeah, I know. Well, October. Are they still I, doing the Green Lantern? I guess they're still doing. The I guess I guess they are. So okay. we'll, we'll because find now, out. dude, how long ago is Finn went rock cast? Like two months ago. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. We'll, we'll find only... out in 586 days. In, uh, let's see, October 16th. So we got uh, July. Well, we're clo- we're getting close to the fan. So we're getting closer. <laughs> there you go. Fan damn well. dome. Fan damn dome. Got to find the dome, Ryan. Better start looking for a number, yeah. man. Find the dome. There you go. So, well, speaking of things that should hopefully be coming soon, guys, I want to. I'm going to take a little credit here for everybody. You're all welcome. It happened to be my birthday. So I, I, I wish some things into existence, which is, you know, the back row. Oh, yeah. Shortlist, gentlemen. So you're, you're all welcome. For that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, guys, we got a shortlist for back row, believe it or not. We got four names. Well, three technically, because one of them, I guess, uh, there's reports that maybe this person might have bowed out already. So, uh, but the names list, you know, we got Isabel Merced. We got Zoe Deutsch, we got Leslie Grace, and we got Haley Lou Richardson, who is the person that some reports are saying is no longer in the running. She might have, but she dropped out. So, gentlemen, do you expect this casting to come out before, after, or at DC Fandom? Where is your head at, Nico? I think before, because they, I think they're trying to get her in the Flash ASAP. Interesting. Um, I don't think you would see this and then wait three months of their screen testing now, which is just a report, you know. And we've seen Charlotte be real, and we've seen Charlotte be fake before. Um, but if they're testing now, that means they're looking to get them there soon. I don't think they would test them now and wait two months for an announcement, unless they really try to keep it under wraps. But like we said. <laughs> They announced their stuff, DC. I don't keep anything under wraps. So um, I think it's coming sooner than later, personally. It's the, um, because I wasn't familiar with the people that broke the story, was it from a credible source? Deadline. It was, it was Deadline and Luis Fernando. Okay. Dead, and, and they're, yeah, they're pretty credible. I think course. Deadline's pretty, pretty Yeah. Credible. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're throwing this out there. I, I just don't I'm so confused at how they work. Yeah. It I get a headache when I try to think of them because part of me is like they're doing this, like Nico said, because they're looking to fast track it possibly. I think, yeah, I think they sure. are. and possibly get her involved if not in the flash, but get it going. But then would I be surprised if we're sitting here five, four months from now and they know. just announced it at Fandom, and then there's still no real script yet. <laughs> Nothing's really moving on it. No, I mean, I think the script's written. I think Hudson already got the script. You think I the think script is done? Oh, yeah. Okay. And they, and they got the director, so now it's. Well, I think it's I'm going to matter I'm gonna of getting. Take, I'm going to take a positive approach, and I'm going to say yeah. that. Um, yeah, because they got directors. Okay. Yeah, and they're I'm the going to take a positive approach and say that they're looking to fast track this. And if I had my choice, I think my first choice would be: Is it Zoe Deutsch? Yes. Who is the daughter of Leia Thompson? who is uh, a young woman from my era with the back to the future and um, Great movie. Great a lot movie. of movies. We, I feel like I grew up with her uh, in cinema. Always was a big fan of her. I know she's very talented now. She's actually a director or writer. She's really blossomed into a, a very talented um, person in the industry. And I actually loved her tweet today when she's like, Zoe Deutsch would be a good choice or yeah. works well. I thought that was kind of cool. So just off the surface of not really knowing. And I do like the the woman. Is it Leslie Grace from the Heights? I do think she would be terrific too. The other actress, I really don't know. So for it to be one of those two is exciting for me. 
It sounds like that's what it's between. <laughs> I'm excited, Z. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Are you excited? Did yeah, this signal is your bat signal on. The bat signal is always on, Mister C. Okay. Come on. Uh yeah, this one kind of came out of left field, right? Like it was like, oh hey, you know, here's the Batgirl shortlist, and here's one name that I know Nico and I certainly weren't expecting, but you know, I guess we might have wished that into existence, which is awesome. Uh, which is Leslie Grace. I think I'm cool for all four of them, or three of them, I guess. Uh, whoever they take up the role for, uh, just get this thing going. Now it's just so interesting, right? Because this thing is HBO Max exclusive, so there's still so much of this movie. That is a big question mark. Like, you know, is Keaton a part of this? You know, who's you know, where's Commissioner Gordon? There's apparently casting calls for him. Yeah, kind of going out there too. And like Nick already pinpointed, the convenience of this shortlist is rather ironic. You know, Hudson wrote the Flash. She's she wrote Batgirl. You know. They may come out in, in the same year or not. We're thinking maybe this is a fall, you know, winter release next year. Who knows, depending on how much they can get it uh, fast track. But I know Nico and I were already talking about this thing is rather interesting because I want to believe that the names that we're hearing about are true. But I caution everybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody had Robert Pattinson as Batman. Mm-hmm. Nobody had Sasha Kaya as Supergirl, mm-hmm. which the director announced her himself. So... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it is one of the three, that's awesome. But I think we got to take that with a huge grain of salt because until fandom or if something wants to come out before fandom, I would urge them to do it before fandom because I think this is definitely something that can get lost in the shuffle real fast. We'll see. But I mean, it's back, all right? So bring it on, get it fast, Shaq. Let's get it on there because, boy, we know the service needs it next year. So yeah, I that's, think I that's think where I'm it's going to be. I think you need to announce it so that it gets you excited for fandom. They're clearly not going for your typical star. It seems like they're mm-hmm. going for potential stars. As, as yeah. our pal Emmett says, you don't cast stars. You, you should try to make stars. Yep. Um, and I don't think you announce someone like this at fandom. I, I, I don't think that's, I, I, I don't think it would be as big of a, Whoa. Whoa. I think it's better if you know who it is, then they like show you some, some concept art. I, I, I personally think so. I don't think even last fandom, they, they didn't drop casts. No big announcements like that. They kind of had their stuff and showed you things you wanted. Maybe this will be it, but I don't think unveiling. Cause then you risk the, you risk the negative buzz coming into the feed at yeah. fandom. It's, it's, it's a very, it's, it's all uh, pre-planned. Yeah it's an event that is virtual it's online based you know so it would be mm-hmm. hard to drop that and then see waves of people being like no 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 i think they want to avoid that and let the person mm-hmm. be cast get through all that and then have fandom only be glory does you know, the you, studio know who it is already you said something interested uh, you quoted emmett where he said um don't cast stars make stars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i guess the mcu's a little bit differently now where they're casting stars they've been yeah, yeah they've been but I guess if I was going to ask you guys, based on the role right there, what are they looking for a young lady around 20 to 26 or 27? I think mid-20s, I think early mid-20s. mid-20s. So, like, I mean, is there really a bona fide, like, box office star female in that age range? I mean, I know you guys love Anna Taylor Joy. Box office. But, Unless your name but, is but Zendaya really, or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. my point. Zendaya would qualify for something like that, right? But she's yeah. already in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, is it who, i'm trying to figure out here who really is there anybody that you guys would think that like a star actress well, you could be a star actress and not be big box office okay like like there's plenty 
like Sorcia Ronan, Ronan. We were talking Ronan, about her, right? Yeah. yeah. Taylor Joy. Okay. Zadea would be one if she can do it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, 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 there's a hefty amount you could, you could pull. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just curious. That's all. Yeah. You know, because for me, it's like I don't know that I. Sophie Turner still, even though she's not. Oh, Sophie yeah. Turner, but yeah. she's known. Yeah. She's known. Yeah. yeah. So, Major Williams, you know. So, um, but no. So they're they're. My actual prediction is this, though. I I think they're gonna go the route. I think we got tricked. I think it's gonna be no one. They said. Yeah. That's my actual gut. Mm-hmm. But yeah. y'all know me, I do. I. It is I, just I, a short list too. I think Deutsch has the look and would be great but she's my number two right now my number one is leslie grace yes i'm in the heights stand i just think it would be cool it would only be her second acting thing ever but you know what let's turn this music star this latin music star into into barbara gordon and i'm looking for i'll be honest i'm looking for a little different look to babs i think it could be cool Hmm. i don't know i'm looking for that a little bit well I, i like what they do with kai like what they like what they might do with Babs. I'm just I'm just more down for that. I don't know. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's interesting, you know, like where on HBO Max is this gonna fall, right? Because I think you know there's kind of there's different level tiers of HBO, right? There's obviously the big scale HBO where you cast the well known people that everybody knows and you you make the big productions that everybody doesn't watch like a mayor of East Town. Or you go literally less lesser known scale, you know, and cast some lesser known people like Emmett says, you know, and you make stars you don't cast them. So it's interesting, like, where they're going to fall on this one, right? Like, you know, do you bring a big gun in like Keaton to elevate the movie's potential? Or do you just create a background movie and, and you just create everything from scratch and you, it's just a fresh take on everything? It's so interesting. So hopefully we get some answers relatively soon. I think we all need it. But I guess that kind of remains to be seen. Like Nico just said, you know, we'll, we'll see where we'll see where back we'll is see. a few months from now. One thing I will say. And I don't care who gets mad at me. It is confusing. Sure. To cast another Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Yes. Like another one. And then I, I'm just telling you, I'm yeah. just throwing this out yeah. there now. No, I will be. This is HBO Max. This is, I guess, a different, for a different audience than the mainstream yeah. at the theaters. But it's a time but, but you but got a lot of, you got a lot of, lot of explaining to do to someone who wants to really watch it all and is not a geek like we are and knows it all. Which is why back when they watch it all, they're basically going like, (laughs) I'm not really quite sure what the the hell's going on here. I thought, you know, I've created a term and don't overestimate the GA. Do not. Some people give way too much credit to the GA in, in their dialogue, man. And I'm telling you, Day, I, I will always use this example. There were people in my Rogue One theater asking where Ray and Finn were. <laughs> it's just, but that's the thing. There was people in Widow still thinking Widow. I had three people text me, goes, I thought Widow was dead. Does she come back in this film? I said, no, nah, it's a prequel to Endgame. Yeah. And they go, oh, oh. shit. Because they don't know it takes place. People just watch them. When the movie yeah, starts, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, oh. Wait, wait, Steve Rogers is on the run? No, he's dead. Or no, wait, he's with Peggy. It's it's, do people just don't know. (laughs) And the younger people don't know. And you're going to have these 13-year-old kids who go, wait, I thought it's Jeffrey Wright. Wait, it's Robert Pattinson. No, wait, it's Keaton. No, wait, it's the vulture. It's it's fucking, you know. It is confusing. God. Oh, man. (laughs) We'll see. 
Oh, we'll see on that. Hopefully, it's somebody that we all know and love, and hopefully, we all a, don't uh, overreact, right? Huh? You're gonna need huh? a handbook, huh? like a movie. And especially program. if they're trying to do that timeline change that that is being speculated on. Oh, that's a bad, bad idea. Oh, Never yeah. try to make a timeline that has to go backwards. Too don't just don't do that. Yikes! Yikes! That doesn't Listen. already exist. You could do things in the timeline that impact the past, but do not all of a sudden go. And now all of these movies are technically came before this why are we going to the have, days of you ain't gonna have any 15 year old who sits through batman returns i'm just gonna tell you that man <laughs> you ain't gonna find a 15 year old that wasn't me or zeddy who's gonna sit through batman returns yeah oh there's some out there unless you're peter vera's eventual son there's someone out there. unless you're peter vera's eventual son who will justin's kids who like will, it, they'll sit through it well well no but 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 that's like you and me Right. It's like Justin yeah. and his kids are like you and me. Of course. Like right. you showed me those and I thought they were cool because I like yeah, Batman. I told you to watch them and like them. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's right. Now you, you told me I could not give a damn about Batman and Robin, but which yeah. is fine. Yeah. Even though well, I think I think every parent said that. So yeah, even though Bane's <laughs> even though Bane's cool. He's cool in there, sure. He's cool yes. Everything else is most cool. comic accurate Bane we've had if people really want to think about it. That comes later. <laughs> that oh, comes later. The <laughs> irony in that. <laughs> The Batgirl casting should come before fandom or else people might shit on who's ever casted like they did for Ben <laughs> Affleck, the greatest Batman of our generation. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have kicked his ass the same way I fucking milliwopped Christian Bale. I gave Christian Bale the three-piece special. Ben Affleck would have milli my Tom Hardy five seven ass. <laughs> uh, oh God. Nico, where is it? You wouldn't give it to any ordinary citizen. Where is it? Where is it? Where's the trigger? Where is Robin. it? Robin. Oh God, man. <laughs> no, I came back to stop you. <laughs> Oh my, oh my God! Oh man! All right, guys. Well, gentlemen, speaking of things that are uh, rather confusing, as Nico's already pointed out to me, which I'm so glad he didn't, because I am always a victim of my own hype. And that is, you know, there's folks that have now seen the Suicide Squad early, and the reactions are way far. Because I know we've heard this before. They're over the moon positive. Yeah, which is great. gentlemen, with some calling this the greatest DCEU movie that we've seen yet. Uh, everything you know up until you know it's bombastic, it's violent, it's super fun. Everything that we've seen and heard before. So obviously, I know we got to take these with a huge grain of salt, as we always should with critics. Um, but Mr. C, uh, what, what do you think about the early uh, Suicide Squad reactions? Do do you care about any of them? No, <laughs> I don't. No, um, I have. I do not take anything that I hear about a DCEU movie. Until it actually comes out. Yeah, Till I see it and I see what I would call a, well, I would see the reaction of, 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 of the overwhelming majority, not just, not just the people that get to go see the screeners and the critics and the, the so-called blue checkmark people that are, that are fans of it because we've been down this road just too many times <laughs> before. I mean, Wonder Woman 84 was called like the greatest. Yeah. It was the movie for the time. It was a movie that we needed. It was beautiful. It was everything. It's the one we needed, not the one we deserved. Right, right. And then, and then I've never. It's only with these DC projects where, like, literally, 
It's not a trial. It's like Chicago weather. It's it's 80 degrees and beautiful. And then all of a sudden it's 40 the next day. And you're like, what happened? And that's what happens with the DCEU more than any other franchise, anything else I've ever seen. It's amazing. I want to believe it. Um, I want to hope that it is. And I listen, I'm, I'm rooting for it, but I take no, I'm not happy one way or the other or sad with the early reactions to any of these movies. We'll know. Mm-hmm. We'll know a little bit before a couple days before it comes out in the days that precede it. And then at the end of the day, um, it's got to perform. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, <laughs> for it to be the best DCEU film, it has to be, it has to top the cinematic Mona Lisa that is Zack Snyder's Justice Yeah, League, there's no way. It's which gonna, is just not, not which happen. is just not possible. It's not going to happen. In my there's mind, no way. It's that's not possible. Mind. In anybody's it's, real it's, mind, it's, it's not going to happen. It's, it's, if, if, if that no movie wants no to shot. be... Yeah. If if the Suicide Squad wants to be the second or third, well, it's it. Well, well, then it would also need to be better than the second cinematic Leaning Tower of Pisa that is Batman v Superman: Dawn um, or Wonder Woman. So those right. movies, those are some bold statements. So that right. that's yeah. a bold statement, yeah. uh, especially one that's such a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yo, I, I I think it can be what they're saying, not. Not that superlative statement, but I think it could be very good and maybe James Gunn's best made movie because he really got to be himself. You you know, he he did come out and throw some, I think, tasteful. I think there were tasteful shots at Marvel. He, he wasn't ripping Marvel. He was just saying, you know, it's a lot of Feige. The editing process really isn't theirs. There's a lot of notes with with, with, with this. They basically just said, go crazy and just be James Gunn for two hours and 12 minutes. So, mm-hmm. um, dude, I, I, I love all James Gunn's films except mm-hmm. for Brightburn. I think Brightburn's like actually not good, but um, I'm down for it. Dude, I'm down for this. It's just funny. No one used the word triumph. I guess that's <laughs> only for Marvel movies. Yeah. Triumph. 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 <laughs> Shout out to Emma Davis. <laughs> Canadian band. <laughs> man man I, sh- I sure hope everything is true at all that's all i'm gonna say i mean dc needs a major win leading into 2022 because it's the only thing that we got other than fandom so hopefully it is everything that the people are saying it is and hopefully we all love it because we're still the most important people in this scenario they just see the movies for free right, right? i mean we're yeah, the ones man. that make the money so hopefully we all love it and hopefully everybody shows up and shows out the one thing i actually do like in the reactions is it seems like there's a lot of there's a lot of differing in in the best way there's a lot of different favorite characters and a lot of different quote-unquote standouts yeah a lot for rat catcher a lot for harley a lot for idris a lot for john cena a lot mm-hmm. for polka dot man a lot for king shark and then people say like the rest of the cast is great too in in their moments you know so i'm I'm just excited for this character journey because I still don't know who half these motherfuckers are, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling I'm going to like all of them and they yeah. got all my money for the Funko Pop. So they need yeah. to know. Um, but speaking of suicide. Yeah, Nico, like, some people are going to have to care more about these people than others. Speaking of suicide squad, we're doing something. Uh, so when you're hearing this Tuesday, as you listen to this, there will be some things teased out on our Twitter, but tomorrow, Wednesday, we got a lot going on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, we will be launching our Suicide Squad, or the Suicide Squad, I'm sorry. 
cannot compare it to David Ayers. Or at least the Eric. You mean Warner Brothers Suicide Squad? Warner Brothers. The Suicide Squad directed by James Gunn. <laughs> we are doing a death pool. Yeah. And you might be asking, Nico, what is a death pool? Not to be not to be confused with Ryan Reynolds' is Deadpool. No, no, no. <laughs> it's Marvel Studios. Well, it's uh, death. Fox, but, but now Marvel's. So death pool. So basically what it is. What is a death pool? I am happy you asked. No one asked because we're not talking to anyone but ourselves. Nico, what is a death pool? What is thank death you. Pool? Thank you, guys. Thank you for being so supportive, co-host. <laughs> so what a death pool is, you basically choose who you think is going to die, but there's a twist. Just like every great film, there's a twist. There's a point system, and whoever you pick, you will be awarded points if they do die. There will be no penalties in ours. That was We deemed that was too hard. So basically, here's, here's what's going to happen. If you haven't seen it on Twitter yet, I'm going to give you all the rules right now. And you're actually going to hear all the prize packs on here first. You won't hear them till Wednesday, but you'll hear them today if you listen. So if you listen to the show, bonus points. There, there will be a written form and or, not or, because you get to choose. You can choose between a written form you can send back to us or a Google form, which is the much more accessible option. Basically, what you will do is you will choose five of the 14 characters on the bill that are listed as being in Task Force S. We are going on that. If there's anything else in the movie, like twists, surprises, we are not responsible for that. You will choose five characters who you believe will die in the Suicide Squad. And you will rank them one to five based on points. So whoever you put as your number one, if they die, you get five points. Number two, four points. Number three, three points. Four, two points. Five, one point. You could get a whopping 15 points if you're five for five and all your five people die. But, 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 because we do know there will be some who don't die, we need to invoke tiebreakers. We have three different potential tiebreakers. You want to know why? Because we're like Zack Snyder and we try to do too much at once, but it all works in the end. <laughs> so basically, the, the first tiebreaker will be you will choose from your list of five who you believe will die first of those five. For example, if I pick freaking pete davidson's name because i don't know his character's name or nathan fillion and freaking three other people if i think pete davidson's gonna die first i'd say pete davidson will die first you get an extra point for that tiebreaker number two you will choose either the same person or another one of your five and tell me how you believe they will die they will there will be four options they will die being exploded by amanda waller in typical suicide fashion we know that's gonna happen if they are killed in action by the antagonists of the film or a freak accident, such as explosions, bombs, etc. Number three, if they're killed by another member of Task Force X, because we know that team can be shady to each other. Mm. Or option number four, they quite literally commit suicide, either because they're scared or they are committing a mm. heroic sacrifice, which counts as suicide. If you kill yourself saving the world, it is still technically suicide. By definition. Tiebreaker number three. If people are still tied after that, holy damn, which they might be actually, <laughs> we will just do a lottery. We will pick names out of a random number generator. But we like to spread the wealth here. Nico There's White over here. I one love winner. It. There's right. not just going to be one winner. There's just not going to be two winners. No, it's a good old menage a trois. A good old three winners. <laughs> I will now give you the prize packs. Third place, a sexy-ass, premium, crispy, Vigilante 1939 t-shirt mixed with a Funko Pop from this Suicide Squad line. Prize pack number two, 
a premium hardcover edition of Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad B- Bad Blood. Hardcover, in package, new, never opened, with a crispy, pristine, loose, loose, <laughs> vigilante 1939 shirt, <laughs> plus a Suicide Squad Funko Pop from this line prize pack number one you think how can we top that well we did and how did we top that we spent more money just kidding but actually yes um number one the prize pack number one will be not only a a suicide squad funko pop as well not only a just absolutely pristine (laughs) mona lisa soft luxurious luxury isn't it crisp though? Gucci crispy style vigilante 1939 t-shirt. You will get the eight volumes wow. trade paperback form of John Ostrander's wow, Squad volumes. Run, all eight volumes, which is said, which James Gunn has said to be his biggest inspiration for these films. John Ostrander is in the film himself. He cameos. He's the one inserting the chips into the next. So damn. You can win some really cool stuff. The most you could win is a sexy eight trade with pop in a shirt, a really dope hardcover pop and shirt, or even a shirt, but a Funko pop as well. I will not be revealing uh, which Funko pops. There's a massive assortment that came our way. We might mix and match. We might do the same. We're not sure yet. Maybe we'll gauge how people are feeling, but those will be the prize packs. This will close August 2nd at midnight, the Monday of the movie coming out. So we have a few days to sort through the winners. We will be using the honor system. We know there are some critics and some people who have seen the movie already. We also know there will be screenings from now until then. So we are using the honor system. We ask if you have seen the movie, please do not be a tool and win on purpose. I will know. We're just trying to give something back to our fans and have a good time doing it. Just to, just to get everyone involved. How will you know? I know everything. Okay. I know Teddy might know. I don't I know, know about everything. You. No, I, honestly, God, I won't know. But if you win and you have a verified check mark, I might go back to your past tweets because I know you'll have the reaction up. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, God, yeah, we're uh, going to check that. We're, we're just going to we'll try to use the honor too. system. Yeah. Who knows if anyone that big will be entered into this? But I have a feeling this might transcend our audience. So we'll see. We will yeah. see. Stay tuned for this tomorrow. If you're listening, this will officially go up tomorrow. But you heard details today. I will be teasing out some of the some of the prize packs uh in in visual form which means picture form. and if there is a tie there'll just be a lottery there for, will be a lottery for first second or for third, first right? second yeah, and yeah. third if there's a tie first second third so you could potentially walk out of this thing with all 17 points is the most oh. you could win nice and awesome. i would and if you enter via Twitter, you have to be following the Vigilante 1939 yes. podcast. Just saying. But if I you're not, it doesn't count. <laughs> if you're not, it doesn't count, and we will find you and make you follow it. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, gentlemen, it was it was fun. It was we put a lot into this. Why did we put a lot into this? Um, let's have some fun. It's been a really we give crap- back to you, dude. The people. The people. <laughs> <laughs> The the Batman didn't kill Harvey Dent. He was protecting my boy. All of you will pick Pete Davidson. So please diversify your picks. Because if he lives, I will give you my life savings, which is not a lot of money to begin with. 
uh yeah but that's fun uh so yeah. stay tuned for that um yeah. it's gonna drop so have fun why are we doing this man just to have some fun with people and fans on twitter dude it's been a weird year i feel like the beginning of the year there's a lot of fan division again you know especially yeah. in the dc world so you know what let's unify it let's move into the future you know in this awesome. cool fashion and uh you know let's have some fun well pew, pew 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 that's marvel but pew pew well, all right gentlemen i got one last really cool thing that i want to pay homage to so Benika, real quick I want, I want you to tell me something real quick what is nathan fillion's character in the suicide squad called what, His name what? is TDK, which also stands for the Dark Knight, which came oh, out 13 years ago. Yes! I didn't even know that's what, dude, as soon as he said it, I knew it. I didn't even yep, know that this there was you the go. last So, time. yeah, so guys, happy 13 years to the masterpiece that changed cinema forever, known as Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Mr. C, I'm going to pick this one off here. 13 years of The Dark Knight. Wow, it's time for I've never experienced anything like the midnight showing of the dark night 13 years ago it was just a i i tweeted about this earlier you know everything going into it the the incredible unique and clever marketing viral campaign they had leading into it mm -hmm. which was very cool because it it started that whole social media internet buzz and the trailers which were just just unbelievable like just to see heath and then all the stuff the surrounding poor heath and his just untimely tragic passing gave this film something that i've never ever felt or witnessed before and when we went nick to that to that midnight showing um, and that was at a time when, again, I, I think most people remember midnight showings that listen to us. Some might not because of the tragic events of the dark night rises, you know, uh, uh, with that, with that uh, shooting that changed everything. But this was a time when everybody, when the shows all, it was midnight. And I think the theater we went to literally had 16 or 17 screens. It was on 17 of 18. And so you, you had this mass amount of people at the theater at, at the once. same time. And everybody watched the movie at the same time. And everybody walked out at the same time. And I say this from, from the bottom of my heart, from a guy that saw the Star Wars movies, saw uh, the Superman movie, saw Batman 89, saw all those movies. I have never walked out of a theater feeling the way I did so united with the mass amount of people. And we all, I know felt like we saw not just a great Batman movie, but one of the great movies of all time. But the icing on the cake was no matter what Keaton's movie did to introduce the character and bring him to a serious level, the dark Knight catapulted the figure in the mythos into the general audience the mass audience the global audience like no one had ever done before i'm sorry we can have differing opinions with our community and i respect all you guys but it was just different it was, it was bigger it was more emotional and it was at a level where I can't think of anyone 
there were people that knew nothing about comic book movies that were driven to the genre now. And that maybe never came back, but just went for that one. Mm -hmm. They went for that one and they're still there for that one. So this is one of those things in your lifetime, gentlemen, we use the word masterpiece and iconic. We throw this shit around, right? Like with ourselves (laughs) and we laugh and we joke and we get angry and we, we disagree, but this is one of those situations where masterpiece and iconic fit and transcendence fits. And it's a, it was a magical time to be a Batman fan. And I want to feel that again. It's one of those things I probably don't think I ever will. And that's okay. Cause that doesn't mean the stuff that comes in the future isn't going to be great either. I'm just not sure anything will ever feel mm-hmm. like it did 13 years ago. And like I said, you're the gift that keeps on giving while, while this was a movie that stayed number one at the box office for close to a month. And it was just a crazy phenomenon phenomenon. It is quite literally my favorite movie of all time. I think it is one of the best films of all time. I do think it is Chris Nolan's masterpiece. I know a lot of people, try to put it on a different level and put his other films. I think it is his best made movie than all of them. I'm serious. It's his masterpiece as a filmmaker. He, he should put it in there. I know people try to separate. We'll take the Batman ones out, have interstellar. No, it is, it, it is a better than every other movie he's made. The dark Knight is one of the best movies of all time for everything that you said to dad with Heath's with the hype, with Ledger's tragic passing, it became a global phenomenon and experience people needed to see people not just for batman people were coming to see this joker performance this legendary thing that was cut too short it changed the oscars it made a billion dollars heath ledger won an academy award the acting community the world rallied around this movie number one for four plus weeks there were 17 out of 18 screens at midnight all in one place at the same time experiencing it together wasn't like endgame where you could see it as early as five you know it, this mm-hmm. this was a changing it launched as tim rooney beautifully said it launched the company in a completely different route talk about films that tried to replicate it so many of these genre films tried to replicate it including including a film like logan nine years later tried mm-hmm. to replicate the very thing it was it tried to the whole studio tried to make a shared universe out of a concept like it yeah, yeah, it didn't yeah. work but man and one of the, it's one of the best things in in entertainment of all time. People this generation knows it as the thing that defined Batman for them, which is really cool. It's cool that it's happened twice for the character. It is. It's very cool. But for the more recent modern generation, last 20, 25 years, this, this thing really was holy hell. You'll find The Dark Knight on lists of the best movies of all time because it's so... Yeah, perfect. I've never been bored watching it, and anytime I've turned it on, I finished it every single time. I've probably seen the movie 30, 30 plus times. Yeah, it is my favorite movie. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, plain and fucking simple. And I knew that as a 13 year old, that's how great it was. Yeah, enough fucking said. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, July 18, 2008. I mean, like Nico said, I mean, it's the day before my birthday. And what better birthday gift did I get that year than walking out the very next day, knowing that I just saw one of the greatest movies of all time, let alone one of the greatest 
comic book movies of all time. And I'm not taking any shots at anybody, but come on, everybody knows this was the movie you were talking about in July in 2008. Every single person on your block, in your town, in your state was talking about this movie. And everybody knows it as much as you want to deny it. This was the place to be. This was the movie to see. It just was. It changed literally every god effing thing. And it's Batman. And it made Batman into the legend that he is. And everything references to it. It's just... It's a it's an experience that you know, like you said, Missy probably won't ever be replicated, and that's fine. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be replicated. It, it probably won't ever. It doesn't uh, have to be. But you know, you had to have been there, right? You know, Nico and I, you know, we were thirteen. That's still probably a good age to realize, and you know, maybe what we might have witnessed at the time. But you know, it's boy, was it just a magical? It's like everything I said in my tweet, everything just clicked that summer, right? It was you know, you you couldn't wait to see the Dark Knight. You know, when you saw that Joker IMAX opening sequence, you were ready to go. You were just ready to go for it. And you couldn't wait to see it again. Again. I mean, how many times did we see it? Four or five times. I mean, listen, everybody saw it. It wasn't just us. There was this was a movie that brought in the main. We love to call the mainstream, but it brought the mainstream back and back. And it created its own mainstream. It really, really did. It did like nothing I've I've seen. It really did. I mean, you I'm know being how honest. powerful it is. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people. I've met a lot of people who didn't know that it was a sequel. It's so powerful that it re- it, so it, many it people didn't even itself. know that there was a Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of stands. Then it, it's it can so stand powerful that it that it then took the cloak off Batman Begins and now Batman Begins it's is recognized yep, as yep, the greatest yep, superhero yep, origin film. Yep, yeah. Not that it wasn't. I'm not telling you Batman Begins like we recognize the greatness of Batman Begins when we saw it, but not enough people saw it. Mm-hmm. So the Dark Knight brought people back. It's almost like a group, a, a, a band that releases a couple of albums and the first one's really good, but Nobody really bought it. The second album is the one with the big hits. And then you go back and you listen to the first one. Mm-hmm. So it did, it, it did, a, it paid such homage, homage to the first one, you know, whatever the third one was, it was, there's differing opinions on it. It, it was still a billion dollar movie. Yeah. It still closed the trilogy out fairly well. In my opinion, it did stumble a little bit. There's some, there's some flaws in it, but in this, what? In the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, and Rise. Yeah. I'm like, they're, they're in a flaw in this. But, they're in a bad state. But I'm glad Knight. you brought that up because yeah. I had many people say, mm-hmm. like, they're going to do more of these, right? And I'm like, well, you saw the first one, right? And they're like, no, no what? They're like, the last one we saw, like George Clooney was in it with bat nipples running yeah. around and we ran mm-hmm. out of the theater. No, so, there was one. Yeah. Also, I have this, so it's, it's, it is the greatest comic book film of all time. It's one of the best films of all time, right? One of, I also think, and now I wasn't around, but when I think of what it did, it's probably like the best sequel of all time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Empire, you Empire Strikes but, Back, but look at what the, Dark Knight did though. Not to the level of what. Look at yeah. how much it jumped from Begins though. Yeah. And Star Wars was already big, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing that it, it's a sequel that did. I mean, it's better than Aliens. But three Aliens is outstanding. Three and a half times what it's what it's what the opening movie yeah. did. So that's you're be the right. Best sequel of all time. Right. I think it's the best sequel of all time. That that really could feel like a standalone film if you want to treat it like one. It stands alone beautifully. That's mm-hmm. why it's so good. It doesn't depend overly on the first. And it doesn't necessarily set up a third. It has a pretty nice ending. A little bit for his relationship with Rachel. A little bit. I think you might. But it's a different benefit, actress. But it is a different actress. So it's easier right. to. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. It's easier to. To. to uh, what word? To to detract. Detract. Sure. Is that the word? Yeah. They know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. It's easier to separate. We yes. love our Batman. But when you when you look at Batman Begins and how it ends. Mm-hmm. They go to this movie and then the ending of this movie. There is no greater oh, superhero wow. duo than Batman than those two and, me- the, and, Dark and the Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking about, and I know you can't compare the two like Infinity War and Endgame. No, nah, it's better than those two. It's better than those it's two. Better than it's those two, better than those two. Come on, when you saw that Joker card, come on. Joker card, I don't give come a shit. on. I, 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 love Cap, I love Cap catching the hammer, but it yeah. ain't. It ain't the one two punch from begins to dark night no way when he says and you'll never have to come on come on so great (laughs) oh man so great we live in a world where these movies exist and most people know it and a lot of people might have forgot about it it's time to wake up and remember oh wait and remember what you saw and here's the thing there's only one objective take in the world that this is a great fucking movie. There's nothing else. There, if you don't like this movie, sh- sh- that's a take you made. You made that take and you're trying to die on that hill. Get away from me. And I know you could all DM me. You all DM me. That is, that's not even a, that's not even a cool take in my opinion. Like, oh, dude, 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 Benny doesn't like Dark Knight. I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Benny fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're just kidding. I love Come y'all. On. Oh man. Because I know who y'all are. I'm directly Nico calling you out. It. I'm directly calling out. I'm even calling out the guy across the mic who thinks the other movies. No, it's okay. Well, well, it's my wow. favorite. It's not what I think is the best. That's <laughs> okay. I distinguish that. But it is the best. It's objectively the best Batman movie. Hey, listen, <laughs> we 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 did that pod. We've been there, done the bats, that. Will you guys ever get the bat signal carved in your in your hair? I already I already got the Nolan one. Come on, man. I have Christian Bale's face tattooed on my inner thigh. I have Christian Bale's face tattooed on my. I got that two point five billion making Batman star. All how quickly (laughs) there's some people forgetting about Christian Bale, huh? Yeah, no, it's like he never played Batman. Yeah, man, no, it's it's not like he ever played Batman. I mean, he's only been in the two greatest Batman movies of all time. I mean, you know, just just saying, you know. So, yeah, there was never a time. To be a Batman fan from that 05 to whatever that run was. 2012, I'm yeah. just telling you, gentlemen. And because really, Rises had a good opening midnight. I mean, it was well, horrible what happened, but a movie don't well, make a billion dollars. It was very festive and it was good. And unfortunately, yeah. we woke up the next morning and that yeah. unbelievable yeah. tragedy happened. And it, it just took all the air out of. Yeah what we saw and it, it it was like it just it, it almost felt like that movie was somewhat a little cursed granted rises has you know. an age super well for me but right. um you yeah. know 
But as bat fans, we're striving to get back to that. We're striving yeah. to get back to that. We, we won't because it'll never be topped. Well, we, we don't end in Matt Reeves, but you know. No, he won't. One, one can try. He won't one can try. And he, he doesn't. And he doesn't have to. He doesn't no, have. No, to. he doesn't have to. No, he just no got to make three no good holding, Batman movies. But yeah, you know. no one's holding. Least of all me. No one's ever going to hold. Yeah. Anything to that highest standard because I'll either walk out and think it's that good, but I and I don't go in judging anything based on the Dark Knight. I don't. Yeah. I never did. I didn't judge any of it, anything that we see. God, I'm already so that, over you know. what we're gonna see in March of next year. Is it better than the Dark Knight? Like when people were trying to say fucking Shazam was the best DC movie since the Dark Knight. Comicbook.com, eat my butthole. Get out of here, man. Those you dumb, just got angry again. Those superlatives. Because oh, I'm tired. Because those superlatives are Nighttime annoying. Nico's out. I'll say things are like the best of the year or best of recent, but you won't see me seeing Black Widow going, it's the best solo movie, man. <laughs> Robert Pattinson's already the best Batman from one screen test. Chill out, man. You ain't oh. topping 08 for me, dog. There you go. You ain't you ain't topping 08 for me, dog. That thing ain't never gonna be top what that did for cinema. Yeah. I hope it comes close. It it could come close. It can be better than begins and rises oh, combined. If it is, then we're in for a treat. But we're in for a treat, but it will not be better yeah, than the dark night. There ain't a bad scene in that film. There mm. ain't a bad scene in that movie. Every single thing works. Every single thing is perfect. And that's that's a pure fact. There it's you go. all killer. No filler. No filler. <laughs> there you go, gentlemen. Also, the greatest villain movie of all time. Oh, yes. The yeah. greatest villain movie of all time for both of them. Legend, mm, I got Aaron. There you go. Who you followed go. up with a bad film called Battle Los Angeles, where aliens. Do you guys remember when we thought he wasn't dead? Yes. We thought he was breathing on the ground. Yes. And we hoped like hell he was going to be in Rises. Well, I wish he was in Rises. Yeah. Why was I the only one that lost everything? It right. Been a better movie. It would have been better. You can't give in. It would have been better. He's got a great speech about we tell people it's gonna be okay, even though when it doesn't. Yeah, I mean the writing in that movie is fucking god like it's unbelievable. Some people rip the kid though. Some of our yeah, dude, he's a a kid kid actor, man. Come on, man. He's a kid. He does its job. He does his job. Come on. Wasn't he the uh he was in Game of Thrones, right? No, he's the son in Batman Begins, it's Joffrey. Oh, the son. It's a different kid. It's a different kid. It's no, it's not Gordon. Did Joffrey was a bitch. Oh, he's a bitch. Let me tell you this. Y'all might think the kid's not a good actor, but he gives the best line of the movie. Why is he running? Because we have to chase him. That's right. Why is he running? But he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's the best. God damn, I'm gonna cry, you motherfuckers! No, no, stop it now. Now he's got to put the E on the episode. He's always got to put the E because it's the best fucking movie of all time. God fucking damn it! God, I'm gonna watch it tonight and be shadow boxing the fucking. Watch it tonight. I I I'm not gonna put the E on the episode because I want people to be very surprised at all at all. God damn. Jesus Christ. It's the best thing ever made. Nico. Fire. It's better than the space race. Call it in. It's better than. Call call it in. Jesus Christ spoke to Christopher Nolan that night. God damn. Our second coming came already. It was the dark night directed by Christopher Nolan. God damn. 
dude, we got our Messiah. We got our Messiah. The it was bourbon, Christian the Bale. bourbon got to him a little bit. Oh my I god. Hey, one time. I She's my drink. world, please. On your birthday, one time, please. She was my world. There you go, man. Don't save it. Save but, it come on, but Nico, everybody knows what doesn't kill you makes you stranger. stranger. You want to see a magic trick? I mean, every you oh, could quote god. every scene. Do I look like a man with a plan? Oh my god! <laughs> you, you, know, know you know the thing about chaos, Nico. It's what a shame. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. It's always about sending a message. I'm not a monster. I'm sad of the curve. <laughs> yeah. oh, kill you? Why would I want to kill you? One could argue his plan is still better than WB's. It was Ramirez. You <laughs> completely. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oof. All right, we got to get... You got to take us in real us in right now here. Oh, man. I, I have to save Dent. <laughs> oh, Skydiving Mr. Wayne, I see. I killed those men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I think I've used all my cards already. Watchful guardian. <laughs> you have. Watchful protector. A dark knight. They, 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 they know who saved them, Nico. Come on now. Oh, wait, that's the other movie. Yeah, so. dude, th that's Rogers. It was the Batman. Haha, there you go. I'm, I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> well, it was simple. It's letting us putting a coat over a little boy's shoulder. That's still rising. To let him know. Dude, that's still rising. Man. Come on now, boy. That's still rising. <laughs> <laughs> I will be. Oh, crashing this plane. <laughs> You're, a big guy. You're a big guy. Are you? I think it's time oh my god! I think, little, I, think I think it's time to pull the plug. I think it's time to pull the plug and do the plugs. Yeah, you go. All right, I gentlemen. know who I want to take me home, gentlemen. The only thing that could top the Dark Knight is your plugs. So, Mister C, go. where could everybody find you, you find on social media? So, Junior on Twitter, and I would love everybody to follow our brand new podcast at RBTE Podcast, right between the eyes, with our great friend Rob Meyer drummer rap 10 it is a podcast about the rock group kiss all things kiss three generations our latest episode we tackle the four hour a and e documentary so please give it a listen you can follow me at nico caruso n-i-k-k-o-c-a-r-u-s-o you find all my film tv and comic reviews over at let's go podcast.com including nightwing and the flash which will be dropping tomorrow those are two good comics you also can find my review for the Loki finale and some movies coming very, very, very soon. Uh, we also have a special episode of the Italian Spider-Man Coalition coming with Mr. Peter Vera next week. We will not be telling you what the topic is. Come watch, come listen, not watch. You can't watch can't this. Watch Just it. listen. Zeddy, take it away. Oh, and come watch us on the Nerd Room. Yeah, Zeddy, Zeddy, but it's Zeddy on our YouTube. Zeddy will plug that. There you go. Yes, we will be on... The nerd, we will be collaborating with the nerd room at uh, the Urvigilante YouTube channel on the Let's Go podcast YouTube feed. So be on the lookout for that. It should be coming out Wednesday, I believe, is when our live stream will be. So be on the lookout for all that. Please follow this show at Vigilante1939 on Twitter. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and iTunes and consider leaving us a rating and a review. You can also find this show wherever else you get your podcast fix at SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever else uh, you listen to your podcast. We're there. You can also find me on Twitter, at Zeddy is, because much like Batman, I'm whatever Twitter needs me to be. 
You can also find all my film and TV reviews over at letsgopodcast.com. But before we get on out of here, I do also want to thank you two gentlemen. As always, again, you guys always show in and show out for me. So I deeply appreciate you guys. And that's going to about do it for this week's episode for Nico Crusoe, for his father, Nicholas Crusoe Jr. My name's Nick Zanik. As Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell all your friends about me. We live in a society.